0: Money. Money. Just bought a Cadillac. Kind of a little rugged, Julio, tonight. You doing alright? Did you get a nice lift in before you came here?
1: I wish I have no time to work out anymore. I'm just I'm just growing my dad bod at this point. I don't
0: know if I've like prayed enough, but a lot of positivity lately. I didn't share this, but I uh, got a smoothie before I came in here. Uh, The smoothie shop in Lee Summit, great place. Uh, New guy working. I ordered a medium. It's uh it's called like a chisel. It's like Oreo, peanut butter, protein powder, ice, and then like uh, whatever they use for like their milk substitute. It's
1: more like a dessert.
0: It's good, man. Um and uh he gave me a large, charged me for a medium. I mean, that's winning. It's like a dollar right? fifty, but hey, I'll take it. You know, winning is winning. Have you ever gone to Quick Trip real early in the morning?
1: I do. And I you have. get
0: just a coffee. And every once in a while, if you're the only one in there, they're like, it's just a coffee. You're like, yeah, they're like, have a good day. I don't know if that's ever happened to you. Never had that. Anytime Never. I fill in for Fesco, if I don't like grind my beans the night before, that's not sexual. Which is
1: still, by the way, what? a ridiculous thing to do every morning. Okay. Um, every morning you grind beans. I've told you my process I mean, I every know, morning and it just baffles me. I wake Who has up, time for that. I
0: wake up, grind the beans, set the coffee machine up, start my car, get in the shower, robe on. Get in the shower, robe off obviously. Get dressed, clean the coffee machine, hit the road. Military style I guess you could call that. But beds made every day, windows are open, blinds are open, let that let let God you live yourself. a roommate. Um, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. I went through a breakup in an 18-month relationship. He uh, went through a divorce. We both had nowhere to go. We found each other. (laughs) You know? Nah. Lost souls. Little, little, like, uh, you know, before you start the next life. I also think, like, with that letter, man, I'm going to be, I think I'm going to be, like, a very, very bad father. I don't mean that in a bad way, like a bad, bad father. I mean, like, dude, I'm a sucker.
1: That's how I am. Dude, I'm screwed. Yep. I, oh, I know. Like yeah, you look trouble. at me with like brown
0: eyes. You're a little kid. And you're my if son. You have like a yeah, girl, you Oh,
1: can... uh, you're in trouble. Yeah, I'm screwed.
0: Yep. If I have a girl, I'm screwed. Yep. I'll be like uh, Will Smith in uh, Bad Boys Two, and like her date comes to pick her up.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna be waiting with a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, She's just gonna it. get everything yeah. she wants, though. I mean, for
0: let's, sure. Let's be honest. Little kid, Dad, you want to go play golf? Come on, let's go. Yep. Where are you guys going? He wants to play. Can I have this Hot Wheels car? Absolutely. <laughs> you got three of them. Stop giving him everything he wants. You want cake for dinner? <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, we might draw the line there. You know, I will say I will introduce my kids to salmon at a young age. I don't know why I just brought that up, but I had a conversation with my dad over Christmas, and I was like, how come we didn't eat a lot of salmon when we were younger? Is we it expensive? Just,
1: we just started giving the baby. Incorporating fish? Yes. Well, not fish. Food in general, baby oh, yeah. food. But, yeah. but yes, it's fun. It's fun.
0: I go nuts over a grilled salmon, boy. I had a salmon last night with a little lime garlic zest on it when I got home. It was money. That and Brussels sprouts. Good for you. You a
1: Brussels sprouts guy? I am. I'm a, veggie. I'm a veggie guy.
0: Yeah. Love me some greens. Kale, spinach, asparagus, I'll green beans, Brussels, yep. broccoli. I got a lot of them there. Um, anyways, so Sunday you were probably at the game, I would assume, because I think I saw your tweet and said, ah, here we go. I, I did not. Okay, but you were watching. I, thank, thank goodness. Okay, but you were watching. I was. Um, we saw the blueprint, what's worked. That first drive, that was one of those like, open the Miller light, lean back in the black recliner that I have in my living room that's leather that's very comfortable that I could fall asleep in or make love in. I'm serious. Love making recliner. And man, you lean back in that and you saw that first drive and you're like, what? Where is this? You know, like,
1: where is this? Been where has this been? More
0: consistently, And then, of course, the next drive, they go away from it. I think there was a turnover. And then it goes,
1: here we go again. And
0: then we started again, and and, and we start to have the same conversations, and you watched it, and it was a lot of number 10, a lot of number 10, a lot of number four, and then that would open up 87 later on in the game or whatever. And I remember about four or five weeks ago, I was talking to Pete Sweeney, maybe it was even longer than that. It's still wild and bizarre that we're already in week 18, Right? Fantasy football show's already over. Uh, fantasy football trophies have been won. Car- congratulations to
1: you. Thank you. No uh, help from you, but...
0: Yeah. yeah. Fifth place. Whatever. Um, lost a lot of bets in fantasy football this year. I owe a lot of bets to some you people.
1: You may have lost me a week or two as well.
0: It didn't work. It didn't, you know? didn't hurt you, though. Um, and yeah, you also didn't start Geno Smith. But uh, I remember. It's fair. But anyways, it was <laughs> saw what really worked. And it was like, okay, maybe, maybe... We need to lean on Isaiah Pacheco more. And I had a conversation with Pete Sweeney and Ron Kopp last night on Arrowhead Pride Radio, and I'll bring the the question up. But this is what Peter King said on Carrington Harrison's show a couple days ago about what they should do when it comes to Isaiah Pacheco.
2: And as crazy as this sounds, I wrote this in my column the other day. I, I don't know that I've written crazier words this year, but Kansas City might be getting to the point where the offense needs to run through Isaiah Pacheco rather than Patrick Mahomes. And I don't mean that Mahomes only throws the ball 11 times a game. I mean that you try to get Pacheco the ball 28 times a game. Because right now, he's the most dangerous offensive weapon, at least in recent weeks, when he's been healthy. Um, He's the most dangerous of anybody. So I would want those guys to be happy and to get their numbers and all that. But I would not do it if like if 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 one of those guys is really nursing something right now I would say hey listen you know we'll we'll get you your yards but not this Sunday so lean on Isaiah Pacheco and then he
0: goes and says why Andy Reid wouldn't
2: lean on Isaiah Pacheco. But Isaiah Pacheco has not had a game this year where he's carried the ball more than 20 times and in recent weeks you know after he was inactive what for two games I think In recent weeks, he's only run it, uh, I think, a total of 29 times. So we can sit here and say, okay, it's the postseason. Get ready. Andy is going to start really feeding Pacheco. Well, maybe he will. But maybe Andy is thinking, I can only give the ball to Isaiah Pacheco X amount of times. Otherwise, I am risking running out the battery on this guy. And even though he hasn't had that many carries this year, certainly wouldn't have had as many this year as he had in a workhorse year like at Rutgers. I think Andy Reid wants to make sure that Isaiah Pacheco for the postseason is built to last. So that's just my guess. If we don't see Isaiah Pacheco running it 23 times in the first preseason game, My guess is it's not because Andy Reid doesn't want to run him 23 times. It's that he fears running 23, fears running him 23 times. So there you go. It's
0: a different offense than it's been in years past. This isn't even last year's offense. This isn't the offense from two years ago. I think we can all sit there and be like, well, gee, thanks, Dusty. Appreciate that. Duh. Or the, uh uh-huh. But the thing about this offense this year is that there are things that work. There are things that don't not to say any names. 11 doesn't work. It hasn't worked all year. It's not going to work in week 18. It's not going to work in the wild card round. It's not going to miraculously work in the in the AFC championship. If you get there. But the thing about this is that this is this year's offense And what seems to be the blueprint to beat the Chiefs is just hold on to the ball and get into what is field goal battles because their offense will stall or their offense will allow a turnover to happen. And if we take the ball away, they can't score. And I think in this weekend's game in the first half, the Chiefs had the ball for eight minutes and 10 seconds. Cincinnati had the ball the rest of the entire first half, right? It was annoying watching Jake Browning get first downs on third and three, get first down plays to go seven yards with Joe Mixon and have to wait and wait and wait, knowing that your offense isn't that offense from the past that could just go out there and in three plays, bang, 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 down the field, ready to score a touchdown, successful in the red zone. That just hasn't been the offense this year. It's not going to be the offense, but an offense that works is an offense that revolves around 10 and 4 and then 87. And I get it. I understand. Blasphemy. You're gonna say Travis Kelsey is the third most valuable part on this offense. For what works in the blueprint that we saw against Cincinnati, you're damn right. You're damn right. I want Isaiah Pacheco to get 15 carries and five pass attempts or five, you know, targets. He caught the only touchdown. I'm sorry, he caught a touchdown this past weekend, right? Maybe the only touchdown, because Harrison Butker had six field goals. Special team player of the week. And I asked Ron Cobb Jr., I said, hey, Ron, you're the lead film analyst over at Arrowhead Pride. You watch every Chiefs game three times a week. Tell me the top three players on this offense for this year's Kansas City Chiefs defense for the blueprint to work.
3: Oh I think Kelsey's third on that okay. um, and and I'll give you Pacheco one I never thought I'd be he- here telling telling us the chiefs offense you know need you know the most important feature of that of the offense is the running back position um obviously outside of Patrick Mahomes but with this the team how it's operating right now I think it really is true because I think this run game is going to be super important um to setting up the pass because you do have defenses you know not not necessarily uh, trusting or you know not necessarily you know, defending the Chiefs downfield passing right now. Um, but, you know, if, if, if they are able to, you know, hit, hit those a, a few more times, that gets Pacheco going even more. But if Pacheco's established, man, that's going to open up things for Rice. So I really think those two are the guys. And Kelsey just, you know, he can continue to, to be what he has been with, you know, in a few of these last games, you're seeing defenses take him away and the other guys feeding off him. And shoot, you know, if, if guys like Pacheco and Rice are going to have 150 yards total, right, in, in these last games, I mean, that's going you know, to work out. So I'd definitely say Pacheco and Rice are the guys we need to focus on, continue to get the ball to, and, and everyone else can kind of fall into their different roles.
0: The thing that's great about the offense working in that way and working in that sort of rhythm is that Isaiah Pacheco is a bruiser. And if you give him an inch, he takes a mile. Right. I think Ron even said that there was a play where he got the 35 yard run that, yeah, Clyde's been, you know, a good substitute when he's been down. But Clyde doesn't make that burst or he doesn't get that amount of yardage. And if you can then switch the script and you can control time of possession, you being the Chiefs, and you can be successful running the ball, it will eventually open up the RPOs that get Rashi Rice really going. We finally saw Rashi Rice on a deep route that looked nice. Mahomes put it right in the bucket. You get Travis Kelsey open. You get him in a little bit more lax coverage. The offense then starts to open up a little bit. And what we saw and what we heard is that the Chiefs were going to simplify what was the offensive playbook going into the Cincinnati game. They did that. It worked. You saw what did work. And again, I know this year's different. It's not Travis Kelsey, Juju Smith-Schuster, then Isaiah Pacheco. Last year, Andy Reid really ramped up Isaiah Pacheco around the playoff time, and it was successful. Maybe that's the same thing we see going into the playoffs this year. I don't know, but I saw what worked. I know it made me feel comfortable watching this offense because that's the most comfortable I've seen on that opening drive the Chiefs had that I'd seen all year long, even more so facing adversity. Cincinnati kept that ball for so long on that opening drive. Mahomes sat, offense sat, Nagy was bored, Andy was bored. Offense came out methodically, systematically move the ball down the field, and they were successful at doing so with, again, seven points. That is the blueprint. Coming up in 15 minutes, we'll do the out-of-left-field question. Been a while since we've done that. But one of my favorite people in sports, Mina Kimes, she might give you an answer or more, I guess, trust to the question that I have coming up on the other side. We'll get Julio involved. I swear I'll shut my mouth for a little bit. I know you probably don't believe that, but I will. You're listening to After Hours on 610 Sports Radio.
3: You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app.
0: Alright, this seems like a CD that I had that I burned off a Lime wire and took a Sharpie and put Saturday Night's Mix, and then some girl would just end up stealing it. Not that I was a player. I'm just saying, like, that's normally what happened is before it was hoodies that got stolen, it was burnt CDs. Guarantee it.
1: Really really dating yourself, but uh you're absolutely oh, correct. Oh, I don't give a rip. Nothing wrong with a little, little early 2000s hip-hop. You know?
0: I might be old, but I look good. That's arrogant. That's, I apologize. Debatable. I don't know. You know,
1: man. we started the show off so positive. I know. And I know. the real Dusty finally comes out. I you know. know. I know. It's fine.
0: I did have, not to gloat, but I did have these people at the side gig today, not my customers, but I walked by and this lady stops me. She goes, hey, are you? And I said, am I Who? She goes, are you the 61 guy that's on Fox? 61. Right? 61 guy. Okay. She goes, are you the 61 guy that's on Fox uh, on Fridays? I said, yeah, every once in a while, whenever uh, Karen is not there. Yeah. She goes, to her husband, see, I told you. I told you that was him. He goes, about I, I thought you were like his brother or something. I was like, no, man. You're I'm the like, uglier
1: version of <laughs> yeah, on TV. Dude. I was
0: like, no, it's nice <laughs> nice to meet you, man. Nice to Nice to nice to meet you. I said, "Do you like what what we do on the TV?" She goes, "Oh man, you do stuff that I can't believe you, that you people would do on TV."
1: That, so. that sounds about right. So yeah, shout out
0: shout out to Jim and
1: Bonnie. It almost sounded sexual.
0: I mean, there was one point uh, I ate the wings, and the first round weren't that hot. And Kristen Holloway was next to me, and I was like, "They're not that bad. You could even like suck a finger. They're not that hot." And like that was a mistake. All the cameramen do like the
1: huh. I was like,
0: "Yeah, I didn't really oops. think about that one." Yeah,
1: oops. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, you know, <sighs>
0: I'm getting older, and anymore, I'm a fat pos. No, you're not. Six two zero. You're not a fat pos.
1: You're just comfortable. Happens to the best of us. hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with a good dad bod, you know. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. some chicks dig though. I'm
0: trying to get that stepdad bod. Okay. It's a little bit better than a dad bod, you know. You can't really do a whole lot of walking this late at night, though. So I won't be doing a walk tonight because it's like I think it's like thirty degrees and it feels like twenty. Didn't stop you
1: last time. That's but insane. But it, it
0: was like forty-five. It that's wasn't that cold. Still too
1: cold to be mm-hmm. walking miles well, at night. If it's you don't you. do
0: it, um, it's just gonna catch up to you. Because you don't want to be that guy that's behind or that girl that's behind. And fine in the with it. I'm fine with it. New Year's resolutions. I don't have any other than just continue to be nice. I'm got a shout out from my dad on Facebook. He saw the letter. Dude, I made my dad proud. Yeah, dude. And I'm gonna say that it's I've never stuff. made my dad proud. Um, but man, what a time to be alive uh for your boy. Anyways, uh Julio, I want to bring up the question um because before you answer Mina Kimes, I'm sure you're familiar. Uh I'm trying like I'm trying my damnedest to get her on the show tomorrow night. I'm gonna try. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh because okay. he said this on Levitar. he does a thing where you get 20 seconds to defend your case. And he asked Mina Kimes the question of AFC Championship Game. Who do you think's there? Here's the answer. I think
3: the Kansas City Chiefs will still play in the AFC Championship. I know that. How? Oh, it's good, right? <laughs> I look so bad in this video. I can't believe I'm letting. Oh, it looks you guys good. Do this.
1: Explain with 20 seconds left. <laughs>
3: Uh, I think outside of the Baltimore Ravens, when you look around the division, I think, or the the conference rather, I think all the AFC teams are pretty flawed. Talked about Miami's defense. We'll see what happens with Buffalo. The Jags are a mess, but they'll probably win. The Browns are scary, but I think that they'll get knocked out by the Ravens, depending on how that thing shakes out. So uh, when you look around and you're like, okay, well, one team has Patrick Mahomes. I know that the quarterback or the offense has been a mess, but the defense still looks pretty damn good. (laughs)
0: Mina Kimes, she believes the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game once again would be a sixth consecutive year, maybe not at Kansas City, but we don't know. Time will tell. Uh, we don't even know if we'll get to the AFC Championship game on this show or not, but Julio, how comfortable are you are with essentially a bye week and then going into the division round in the playoffs where the real nuts and bolts of the season start with this Kansas City Chiefs team, knowing they have that defense and knowing that we now know what the blueprint is to be successful in offense?
1: First of all, why why is her why were they so surprised by her take? I don't Maybe I don't understand. Miami I mean, she, she's she's hundred percent correct. Yeah. I mean, uh, other than Baltimore, what other AFC team has all of their stuff together? Mm-hmm. No one. So I mean, the Baltimore has to play another team. Why why would it? Why could it not be the defending Super Bowl champs? Sure, who has the best quarterback in the NFL on their side and a top five. Defense. Yeah, Do, is their offense clicking right now? Top two defense. No, I mean you're right about that. Yeah. So so why 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 should we be counting the Chiefs out? Do you have a right. better pick? I mean, you're going to pick untrustworthy Buffalo. Right. Gonna... Buffalo might not make the playoffs. Right. So I mean, who that else is are you a possibility? Pick? No, she's 100 yeah. percent correct. I, I'm on her side. I mean, and that's not to be a Chiefs homer. Mm-hmm. But there's no other team out there aside from Baltimore that. That sticks out.
0: Yeah, when I heard this audio today um, in the beer cooler, that's where I prepped the show to peel the curtain back a little bit. Um, I heard this audio, and I'm like, you know what? I don't, I don't think she's that far off. She's not. And I know how we like to, you know, jump on the national media to say, oh, they're counting them out, and somebody sent the text line they're sleepwalking through the season just to get to the playoffs. And look, there is no team – more experienced with the playoffs than the Kansas City Chiefs. There is no quarterback. There is no head coach. There is no defense. This is the only AFC team that went to the Super Bowl last year. Buffalo, and you can go down the list and start thinking about the teams. Like, okay, we'll do the them versus this. Okay. Indianapolis. No quarterback. Right. Gardner Minshew is fun. He's the second coming of Ryan Fitzpatrick, I joked on fantasy football shows that he's Gardner Fitzpatrick, right? Because he can give you, he can give you the like four to five touchdown game, one interception, 320 yards. and You're like, holy cow. But when that clock gets faster and all of a sudden you go into the playoffs, those five touchdowns can turn into four interceptions and two yards and it's different. Yep. And you're playing a top two defense. You look at Cleveland. Cleveland's been the fun Cinderella That's story. the one that
1: scares me, and I told you that yeah. a few weeks back, Correct. so I'll take credit for that.
0: No doubt. Praise be. And Cleveland's interesting, right? Has Cleveland really played a defense like Kansas City? They housed the Jets last Thursday.
1: Which is a, a solid defense.
0: Right, but who knows how it's much solid. that team was still really all in. Yeah. And I don't want to, you know, I'm not questioning anybody's integrity or, or, you know, athletic ability, but who knows how much that team was all in. And Flacco throws for 303 touchdowns in the first half. That gave me enough, you know, decision to think, okay, maybe the Jets are just kind of like, let's just go through the motions. Again, I'm not saying they were. So you look at Cleveland. Flacco, playoffs, elite defense, you know, would probably have to play in Kansas City if they got to that matchup because the higher seed gets the home game again. I don't know if that happens. You move on. Miami. Tyreek's in a boot. One of their best pass rushers is out. One of their... Best cornerbacks or safeties. Mika Fitzpatrick is hurt.
1: Waddle's also and hurt.
0: And Waddle's got an ankle injury. Didn't practice today. Probably not practicing tomorrow. Probably be a game-time decision. Got to think, to his first-ever playoff game. Didn't they're, play the playoffs last year. They're leaping
1: into the playoffs right now.
0: Second-year head coach. Look, I'm trying to be half-full guy. I'm trying to be a half gla- glass-half-full guy. And defend this mean at Kimes kind of Baltimore, no doubt about it, man. They're the haunted mansion, best team in the they're,
1: NFL. They're Devils clearly.
0: Tower. They're whatever. They're the scary. They're the scary team. Clearly. They've they beaten the bricks off San Fran. They smash Balt or Miami. Everything. Baltimore is right now the way they're rolling. The way they've gone on without Mark Andrews. Isaiah Likely's been that piece. And I don't care about Dalvin Cook. Just whatever he played there. He knows nah, the system. Playoffs. Nah. you know, security. Yeah. And you know, Buffalo.
1: Well, right. wait, wait, before you move on from Baltimore, while regular season, they have mm-hmm. proven to be the best team in the NFL right now. Right. They have not proven it. Lamar has not proven it in, in, in the playoffs and there, so he still has something to show
0: and they're essentially going to have two and a half weeks off Yeah, because they basically didn't play in the second half of that game against Miami when they just absolutely beat the bricks off of them. They're not going to play anybody this week. They're going to get a bye week. And then you get to the whole, you know, rust or rest. Like what was better? And Kansas City, a team like you know that has the powerhouse of the past, that has the experience, that has a head coach, that has the quarterback, that knows the system, has a great defense. Maybe they figured out the simplicity can actually be they have the way. The right to go. ingredients, but that's why I don't think I know the regular season has been a mess. It's been a casserole of disaster throughout the entire season. But get to the playoffs, everything changes. It's real easy to run a show that's three hours with no interviews and nothing. And then a Royals game starts as a producer and you're like, okay, I've got seconds, I got three. seconds. it gets a little bit different. Playoffs are no different. There's no, if we lose, we've got tomorrow. Or if we turn the ball over here, which again, Kansas city can do. So we can count their flaws too. Does that team mess up in the playoffs? I don't know. I just go by resume trust and what I've seen outside of Baltimore it's wide open, and why not Kansas City to just sleepwalk, like the text line said, right into the AFC Championship game?
1: Look, we've, had, we've, had, stuff, we've had stuff all our way before in the playoffs. Right. You
0: know? 913-586-7610. That's the Jay Southland Toe Service text line. We have the out-of-left-field question coming up on the other side. It is Bryson's favorite segment of the night of every show here on After Hours. It's the out-of-left-field question. 913-586-7610. You can permanently change the price of one item to $1.
1: Or service.
0: Or service. What is it? You can permanently change the price of one item to a dollar. What is it? That is the out of left field question. Your answer is on the other side. 913-586-7610. You're listening to After Hours. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app.